Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paul and I are starting to wrap up 2018. We're watching television. Are we getting into the holiday spirit finally? Kind of. And then we're also talking about your ugly and awkward moments of the week. Holiday office party edition. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. What's a dirty Sanchez, Mom? Paula. Unless you're bleeding or dead, don't come in my bedroom. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 332. Ugh. God. We are sisters who podcast. Yes, we are sisters who podcast. This is the last week of full episode recordings because we're going into Christmas time and no one listens to podcasts at the Christmas time. They they listen to them when they're traveling to and fro, but for the most part Everyone kind of shuts down for the year. Mm-hmm. They're listening to uh, Nat King Cole and watching the Griswolds. So I know. I believe we have some new content coming out the week of Christmas, and then we won't be back until after the new year, which is exciting. Wow. We'll have so much to talk about. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you and I are getting together the week before the new year, the weekend. Before yeah, the new literally year like the- two days or three days before New Year's. Yes, to watch the UFC. So that'll be fun. Take place. I still am just like, don't buy it until like five minutes before or something. I told Daryl that. I said, we're not buying anything until minutes before. the. the I don't even care about the weigh-ins because they may they may test them, you know, the hour before the, the start time and they will call the, sh- the call the whole show off. So we have to wait. Well, they'll do the rest of the thing, but I mean... Or would right. they? I don't know. Oh, they're not going to cancel the card. They'll, they probably already have a plan B in place. Well, I mean, they have the girls fighting, so that would be a good one still. Mm-hmm. But man, Chris Cyborg, she is very manly. <laughs> yes. And guess uh, she invited someone to the fight. Guess who it was? You'll never guess, actually. I'll just tell you. It's Holly Berry. What? I know. She's coming as her guest. And I'm like, she's not gay. And and Chris Cyborg's married to a woman, I thought. No, she's married to a man. Cyborg. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of the other one. No, Amanda is uh, married to a, a woman. Amanda Nunez. Yes. Yeah, she's um, never been no. shy about her homosexuality. <laughs> okay, Preacher John. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. No, Halle Berry, apparently they're friends. Or maybe, oh, you know what? Maybe Halle Berry's going to do an MMA movie. And so she's getting tips. Halle Berry is old. That doesn't mean she can't be in, be in a fight, a UFC fight. It's already been done. Hillary Swank did the boxing thing. Yeah, that is true. But this is MMA. And Halle Berry, you know, she thinks she's a tough girl. So who knows? All right. Who I'll knows look- what the reason is? But she's going to be there. So maybe she's a fan. I don't know. That's weird. She's nuts. <laughs> And my, I mean, knocked on the head too many times. <laughs> not not cyborg Halle Berry. Oh yes, well Halle Berry has been hit in the head many times. That is true. Well, not funny because she, she has poor taste in men. I was <laughs> I was going to say that's not funny, but <laughs> it isn't. Sorry, but it's true. 
Baby, I'm sorry. Hashtag me too. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> I know we're not allowed because we're women, so we're supposed to be like all encompassing. But you know what? Fuck that movement. It's t- it's so messed up. It's Over so it. messed up. Yes, me too. Me like- too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, haven't we all been pissed off about women being taken advantage of in the workplace? I mean, I don't think we needed a movement, but that's just my opinion. Are we going to talk about the Miss Universe at some point? We have to. Okay. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, I didn't, but I've seen the what? aftermath. Okay, well, I watched... I watched them announce the top 10. I did not watch the whole meal deal. I know that the transgender uh, woman who claims transgenderism, um, and I say that because I don't know how to word it properly, but she was tra- she's transgender. She's a woman now, but she wasn't before. So mm-hmm. she ended up representing Spain, I believe. Yeah. And she did not get into the top 10. Oh, really? Um, okay. N- no, but I didn't. She's full female. I mean, she looks like Laverne Cox. I mean, there's no remnant to me that she was ever a ma- born male. I think she and looked when a that, little Barbie doll-like. Well, I think there's some compensation when you have some masculine features that you probably kind of up it a bit for your own personal uh, choice. I think there's but, been an awful lot of plastic surgery. I'm sure, to especially to compete at that level of pageant where you're showing off your entire body and you know you you're competing with to to me they all looked like models like they probably mm-hmm. model in their off day right and they were just chosen to represent their country well and some of the comments were like you mean to tell me in all of Spain she was the most beautiful woman <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so I think it was a more of a, a statement it was an iconic symbolic. Yeah thing and the controversy is miss philippines won and i thought miss south africa should have won oh daryl's input was they all look the same to me and they all have bad hair and i'm like they don't have bad hair he goes those are that's not real it's all one color there's no layers of color i'm like okay you've been going to the hairstylist far too long yes seriously you you really need to dial it down but he's got um, layers of color yes (laughs) yes he does Okay, so really quick, the the Saturday Night Live this last week was really super funny. It was with Matt Damon. Oh, we watched some of it, but not all of it. We watched the the dinner when they were talking about Weezer. <laughs> that was really super funny. Also, the one that was really funny was they were doing a, a dog show, but it was the daddy show. The it was daddy a daddy show. Uh, show versus a dog show. So Matt Damon and uh, that other really funny woman, I can't remember her name right now. Is it Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Yeah. God, I'm so sorry. I love her. So they're they're doing the commentating and handlers are trotting out dads, <laughs> different types of dads. And they're like, and so we're watching it and it said, your typical daddy would be, do you have a little bit in the middle, a little salt and pepper gray, some play money and a, and a smirk on your face that says, yes, I'm good at sex. <laughs> then you're a daddy. And I turned to Daryl and he just is like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, you would win. I'm like, you would win everything. And he started, he's like, stop with it. <laughs> anyway, so we watched it. It was very funny. And of course, Matt Damon ended up winning because oh, he looks God. like a dad. He's totally a dad. So anyway, it was really funny. I but forgot it was a how good funny ep- Matt Damon was. He's very funny, I think. I He's do hilarious. too. I've watched him on there before and I'm just like, God, this guy <laughs> is so freaking funny. Yes, and Daryl, he he's in love with him. 
it's his oh, man really? crush hardcore oh yeah he loves Matt Damon. i think it's because he relates to him because they have a lot in common maybe yeah plus he loves all the born movies oh right <laughs> god jason born god how like, many of them there's like six of them or something there's a lot <laughs> anyway yes that was really funny i don't know what the point of that was something about matt damon but anyway what was what were we talking about Oh, just television stuff. I wanted television. to know if we were going to talk about the Miss Universe thing, and I ended yeah, up I don't really have a lot of comments other than Daryl didn't like their hair, and I thought the wrong girl won. Miss Philippines had been working the social media part mm-hmm. for quite a while, so she was a favorite. And Miss South Africa was ridiculously gorgeous. Ridiculous, was she like blonde and no, she had this really beautiful olive colored skin, and she was like eight feet tall, and she was just like she reminded me of Charlize Theron. Yeah, gorgeous, just as that ridiculous beauty that I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I'm like, well, I, I think can't Charlize Theron mean. is from South Africa. She is. She yeah. is. She had a really great uh, accent and just really smart, and she just worked the runway and. I don't know. I thought she should have won, but maybe she did poorly in something. But this is a true beauty contest. There's no asking questions about the world going on. You know, right. it's all about how gorgeous do you look in that bathing suit. So, well, I think Miss Philippines won last year too. Really? Oh, maybe. Well, they is, did. They Steve Harvey host. He did, and he looked terrible. Well, because he was nervous. Because remember yeah. last year he awarded the crown to the wrong person. I think that was two years ago, but it, it's a, now it's a running joke every year. Some some of the one contestant always goes read very carefully, Mister Whoever Harvey. Mister Harvey. Yeah, read carefully. So now they're just you know milking it forever. I would never accept the job again. I wouldn't do right? it. Right. But he apologized, and it's not you know it's not like it's he was announcing who won the presidency. It was just. No, just, just Miss Universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it was funny. Miss USA looked like a like a dwarf compared to all the other women. She was literally two feet shorter than everybody else. Yeah, and then going into competition, she was making fun of the people who couldn't speak English. I saw that. I was like, you are such a cunt. Oh, my God. Thanks yeah. for representing us, you dumb bitch. That was so rude. I saw that video. She's like, it must be really hard for her because she doesn't speak English. And I'm like, oh, my God. You are so bad. God. Oh, man. I it was know. terrible. Where was she from? Miss Arkansas or something? Oh, like probably that. some country bumpkin. OK, so really quick. Well, since we're talking about TV, I'm just going to tell you. I've decided that I'm no longer going to tease you about watching This Is Us. Why? And I, I will tell you why. Because now you have, you have ammo. <laughs> because I have been watching these fucking Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh God, that's worse. I know. That's what I'm saying. It happened on accident. I was flipping through, and they unleash like. 15 new movies every season apparently Mm -hmm. and so i was like these are so lame and so then i'm watching them and then suddenly i'm watching them and i'm like why am i watching this this is so stupid it's like worse than anything it's so boring and caucasian i can't even it's like there's no black people or there's the token black person there's no gay people it's shocking to me because I'm like, you guys are putting on these galas and it's decoratedly, it's decorated to the hilt for Christmas and there's not one gay person. I mean, come on. It's re- it's so dumb. I couldn't believe it. So <laughs> this is when I, I had the epiphany. Yesterday, I'm watching this one. It's called Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. Oh, God. 
And Alicia Witt, who was in The Walking Dead, and she's been in some other stuff, too. She's a fairly good character actress that I've seen throughout the years. She's our age. And so she's the main character. And it's about these three adult children whose parents die. They don't ever tell you how. They're just dead now. And so they're, they have to go back to home, Honeysuckle Lane, to settle the affairs. So I'm watching this. And the the lead romance, the male lead, is an antiques dealer who celebrates Christmas with his mother. I thought for sure he was going to be the gay guy. Like, I thought, finally, they're going to say, oh, I'm gay. But here's this other dude that that you broke up with who's a cardiologist, apparently, and very wealthy and good looking. And he wants to marry you. So I figured that would be the thing. And they had broken up. So I thought maybe he would, like, bridge the reuniting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until towards the end where he finally said, oh, yeah, I was in a relationship, but it didn't work out with her. And I went, oh, damn it. So he's not gay. And so, and I don't know why I'm clinging to this weird thing. Like, why aren't they straying from the template? The Hallmark Channel must be owned by like some Christian organization or something like that. I don't I know. I don't know, but they really cling to this very specific template and it's fine. It's just that after, if you watch more than a couple, what I'm saying is that I watched one in its totality, but the rest I've kind of just dropped in on occasionally, get a few minutes of this or that. But it is very old-fashioned programming yes and so i'm assuming that their 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 audience is female and older i would assume because there's no there's no trace of anything modern at all well that's why you watch so many because you're female and older hey i'm not that old (laughs) but what's funny is it's the same template it's a a girl who leaves home for the city she has a very successful career but she has no romance and then she comes back and the the boys she left in high school you know he's either a widow or he never found the right one Mm -hmm. and suddenly the holiday and and the movies always end on christmas day which i didn't realize until i watched this one and i realized and i was mad at myself there is one director specifically that his movies are the ones that I tend to stick with. And it's because every time there's a commercial break coming up, it ends on a cliffhanger, a mini cliffhanger. So you're like, well, I kind of want to see what happens. So I guess I'll wait through the the horrible commercials about cancer treatment and, you know, walkers and walk-in <laughs> bathtubs to get to the resolution. <laughs> so, I wa- so I sit through these horrific commercials that are bad and then I get to the the cliffhanger is resolved and then the template is they give you another cliffhanger and then before you know it you're watching the whole freaking movie I know and I'm so angry and it made me mad and I'm like okay that's it I'm not making fun of Paula because I have spent the last two weeks jumping in and out of these Christmas movies that are all the same and yet I'm still watching it and I'm over it (laughs) I'm so mad at myself but it's mostly because I'm like, well, I kind of want to see how this story ends. And it's not like I'm crying or I get sucked in. I'm just, I'm watching the story plot fold, unfold. And I'm being critical the whole time, too. I'm just like, there's no gay people. There's one token black guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, and that is actually so glaringly obvious that it almost will, it bothers me a little bit. Well, they don't film a lot of those movies like... You know, in Los Angeles or, you know, New York, most of them are in Canada or that is true, you know. And the thing is, they invest no money in the title, like the fonts. It's all very aerial, white, just normal. You know, it's like Christmas on Honeysuckle Lane. Bam. And there, there's not even Christmas fonts or anything. And the music's bad. And 
I because was they know article. they don't have to try. People are going to watch anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so um, and the and the the quality of the filming is not good. It's not in HD. That's for sure. Because I guess most people who watch it don't have HD. I don't I don't get it. But anyway, and I'm like, is this in modern times? I don't understand. You know, it's so they're trying to make it so timeless, but it's there's so many glaring problems with them. And that's what makes me mad that I keep that I keep checking in on it. So I'm like, oh, this is a new one. And they, they build it up like this Thursday, you know, Danica, Danica Keller is in the newest, you know, Christmas on, you know, boring lane. And it's just I don't know. Well, I can't. I, I mean, think about the kind of actors that are in those movies anyway. I mean, Dean McDermott, Tori Spelling's husband, <laughs> Leanne right. Rimes and Eddie Cibaron. That's where they met. You know, <laughs> oh, my it's God, just... they deserve each other for doing that. Do you think they're ever going to have kids? No. I wonder why. I think she has problems. And I bet they've tried either that or Eddie's like, I'm done with my children. Because doesn't he have like three? He's got like, well, with Brandy Glanville, I don't know Brandy. how many they have. They have. I think she has two or three boys. Yeah. I don't. I think they don't. I don't think Leanne Ryan wants anymore. She's kind of crazy, though. Like she's got some. She's had some issues since she got famous when she was 12. Yeah, that's like, she's weird. Got some, she's got that uh, child actor syndrome where she kind of lost it for a while i feel like she might have some issues with substances but i'm not sure oh so that would make sense okay so i know i believe you have amazon prime right yeah okay so i finished off the first season of the marvelous mrs Maisel, and what the hell is that i'm gonna tell you well first of all we're the the last two people to ever watch it except for our mother who has never who doesn't have amazon prime but it is set in the late 50s in Upper Manhattan, the main character is Midge Maisel, and she is married to this schlub named Joel, and they're incredibly Jewish. She lives in the same building of her as her parents. Everybody's got a lot of money because he's very, he's a very successful professor. They're so, and, I, and I'm only saying this because it, it it's a big part of it is that it's, it's they're Jewish, and it's a big part of the whole the dialogue and how they mm-hmm. you know, treat each other and how they live their lives. And so it's hilarious. It's hysterical. Mm -hmm. And she ultimately ends up becoming a stand-up comic. And I was telling Daryl, I said, she's there. It really seems like she's some kind of Joan Rivers. She's like, this character is created to be like Joan Rivers. Because back in the day, Joan Rivers was foul-mouthed, a woman who looked amazingly beautiful, Jewish, wealthy. Mm -hmm. And yet she was hilarious and and before her time and so i feel like i kind of feel like that's what they're fashioning her comedy career after but she hasn't told any of her family that she does stand up her husband just found out about it and he's he is the one that wanted to be a stand-up comedian and he's terrible oh he works for his uncle anyway her mother is could be our mother I mean, literally. Okay. And so I... <laughs> I know. We really should have been a Jewish family. I really think that we should be a Jewish family. <laughs> and so I, mom texted me last night because she wants to teach my daughter, Malia, how to paint with oil, oil painting. Oh, okay. Because Malia chooses acrylic and, you know, mom is... That's her... Her medium is oil paint. And so... Right. She said, you know, so she texted me. She goes, I was wondering when Malia goes on school break, can she come over and I can teach her how to paint with oils? I'm free, blah, blah, blah. I was telling her about this show and I said, I was watching it in an episode and the woman said something. I turned to her. I go, my God, my mother's Jewish. 
I had mm-hmm. no idea. And so I told my I told our mom about it. And she goes, yeah, I always thought I could be Jewish. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yes. So anyway, she's going to come over. And this is never underestimate our mother. I said, yeah, I watched three in a row and they're an hour long each. And she said, oh, binge watching. Yes, I've done that. And I said, OK, so she knows what binge watching is. So I don't need to explain anything to her. She gets it. So Okay, good. So anyway, you may not like it, but I really liked it and finally finished the season. And the new season just came out. So I'm going to start watching it, you know. Oh, and then the other thing, it's on Netflix. You should watch this called Dumplin'. Dumplin'? Dumplin'. It's with Jennifer Aniston. And it's all, uh, the whole soundtrack is Dolly Parton. But oh. it's so good. I cried through the whole fucking thing. But it's also really good. And it's like... You actually forget that Jennifer Aniston ever did Friends. She does not act like Rachel Green in this. And so it's so good. She's so good. And she plays a mother of a teenager, which is so refreshing. She's playing someone her her actual age, which is great. Wow. It took some twists that I wasn't expecting. And when and whenever a show does surprises me with their plot, I'm all in because I can usually figure out the plot within the first 10 minutes of anything. Right. That's probably why I like Mrs. Maisel. And then this movie Dumplin' was really good. And I think it's I think it got some nominations for like Golden Globes and stuff. Oh, that's cool. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Everybody loves okay. it. Even even Daryl's dad saw it and thought he lo- and he thought it was the best thing ever. <laughs> Made me laugh. Hilarious. So anyway, are you watching anything new? No, I mean, we're just, Ryan's way into the Big Bang Theory right now because, I mean, we're like light years behind. Yeah, well, that's fine. You live life. That show is hilarious to me. Thank you. Finally, I've been trying to get you to watch it for three years. I know, I know. And then um, the Goldbergs are slowly coming out with new episodes. Mm -hmm. And those are kind of, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's like losing steam or something. Well, they're all growing up. I know. The whole show is based on the 80s and the 80s are coming to an end. What else are we watching? I don't know. Nothing, nothing too. Nothing of substance. Well, actually, so, well, I don't know if I want to, like, admit this what? on air. What? <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you watching porn? I have dabbled in porn a little bit. Wait, what kind of porn? I don't know. Random, you know. Are you, like, on Pornhub or something? I'll go there and like look around, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of like nothing. Like I don't stay on anything. Mm. I just kind of like, you know, look around and stuff. Mm. I can't sleep at night. Mm. And so, you know, like the other night in the middle of the night, I was just like scrolling through TV and Basic Instinct was on. And I'm like, I haven't seen this movie in 20 years. Yes. And so I watched it and I'm like, oh, I'm all, now I see why it was so like, you know, hot back in its day you know now it seems ridiculous but well they've made fun of it so much but back in the day i'm like this must have been pretty like you know uh steamy well that and you know a little controversial it was controversial like i i'm surprised did they play that in theaters oh yeah that's why it was so controversial yeah pretty shocking not something you'd want to take on a first date (laughs) or maybe you do (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. So I watched that. And then what else have I watched? I don't know. I don't even remember in the, you know, anymore in the middle of the night. But Ryan wakes up in the morning, he turns the TV on and it's like on the movie channel. And he's just like, Mom, I turned the TV on the other morning and it was on a rated R movie. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, innocent. I'm like, then change it. You know, what? why is he so like cautious about that? It's because so, I've he's instilled like, it in them. Oh, great. So now they have the fear of God. 
Yes, but not really because the other morning I woke up at six fifteen to him blaring Khalid, you know, so in our, his bathroom. R rated audio is fine, just R rated visual not fine. I got so mad at him. I opened the door and he's just like, "Oh, hello," and he's like wrapped up in a towel, and I'm like, "Turn that down, Jesus Christ!" It's six o'clock in the morning. It's like some of us aren't ready to wake up yet to Khalid. He just listens to the worst music you know like now who sounds old (laughs) so we had our eye appointments yesterday we as in you and daryl me and malia are my oh my 18 year old and the front office lady she goes well malia now that you're 18 you need to sign these papers because i had the pen in my hand because you get used to just sure you know signing everything and malia's like oh what oh shit you know so she's like where do i sign again I'm like, Malia, where is his signature? Come on. Does Malia have a signature? Yes. Did they teach her cursive? She was the last uh, grade to learn cursive. After that, they stopped teaching it. Ryan didn't know. Ryan doesn't have a signature. He doesn't know how to sign his name. So I'm like, what are you going to be? One of those hicks that just writes an X? (laughs) I'm like, you've got to practice something. Well, it was funny. I was listening to some a podcast and their son, his son got his license and they said, you need to sign this pad so that you can, you know, it'll be that'll be what's on your license. He had to practice it because Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a signature. And he's like, well, I don't know. And so he's doing it. And so he did some kind of chicken scratch and he's like, oh, wait, is that the signature? She goes, yeah. He goes, oh, crap, that's awful. She's like, it doesn't matter. You know, at mm-hmm. this point, people will probably start revert to X at this point. Stupid. Well, yeah, if they don't, if they don't teach kids how to write their names in cursive. I don't know why. Although now I'm hearing, you know, everything is cyclical and I am hearing some rumblings of teaching cursive again. I think they should. Personally, totally. I like cursive. I think it's pretty. But uh, and I oh, I loved practicing my cursive. It was like a mm-hmm. fun thing. I mean, that's how everybody used to write is was in cursive. Like once you learned it, that's how everybody wrote was in cursive. I remember I would get in trouble. The teacher would write in red red ink. It's like do not switch from print to cursive. All cursive or all print. You can't switch off. It's like there's no Sp- Spanish English switching off. You have to do like it all Spanglish. in one. Yeah, yeah, no Spanglish. It's either English or not. It's the same thing with cursive and print. And I remember hating print. I had really good cursive and my friends would have me write like parent notes. Oh, me too. I could. Are you kidding? <laughs> to this day, I can sign our mother's name. <laughs> Absolutely. With no problem. I, she should be she should be worried about that advanced directive because <laughs> I can get a copy. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Did you ever go through a phase in school where you wrote as small as you could? <laughs> Did you ever do that? I don't think so. I did. It was a trend. Everybody was writing as small as possible. And our teacher would get so frustrated. She's like, I don't want to get a microscope out to see what your report says. (laughs) Everyone went through this phase. I have a story that I wrote. And the writing is so incredibly small. I'm like, what was I doing? Why was I doing this? But I think it started... Because you, when you're young, you write real big because you have, you know, your motor skills are not as good. And then suddenly they're really good. You're, they're better, refined. And so you're writing really tiny so that you don't run out of paper. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's where it came from. I went through that phase. It was like fifth or sixth grade. I went through this phase where I was writing really small. It was weird. I don't that know what my problem weird. was. I wonder if mom saw that. She probably did. And she's like, what are you, oh, Jesus Christ, what is this? Why are you doing this? Your teacher's <laughs> not going to like this. What is this? 
Christ's sake, for crying out loud. <laughs> Jeez, Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Do you know what Ryan said that day? He's like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, don't take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, God. <laughs> when you live in Footloose world. Jeez. It was funny because Malia refuses to swear around us, which I think is cute because she does obviously uses profanity, I'm sure. But we were in the car and she's like, Mom, get a freaking. She's like, I wish they would just get a freaking clue. What the frick? I'm like, what the frick? <laughs> She's like, she's like, yeah. I go, Malia, listen, I'm not going to think any less of you if you say the F word around me. I know I'm your mother, but I'm not that kind of mother. You know, I'm not grandma. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I said that, whenever I swear around mom, I always whispered. I'm like, you know, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. She had a really bad case of diarrhea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did that. Where were we? I did that somewhere. Well, God dang it. Where were we? We were somewhere and I was talking. Some, some, we were talking to someone and it was like I was getting a little blue. I was getting a little randy with my my language. And uh -huh. I said, well, it's like, yeah, you don't want to say something like that too loud because you don't want to make me the whole cancer. <laughs> I said it like that. And the guy started to laugh. And Daryl goes, oh, is this what we're doing now? We're whispering cancer. And I'm like, hey, I don't want to offend you know, because I was starting it was to like act a muffled whisper. Yeah, I'm all character. Like I like like blurted it out at the side of my lips. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? Is this the comedy club? So stupid. We anyway. were watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel's mean tweets. The oh, other day I love that segment. Yeah, they're so funny. Yes. They did a challenge to parents where you turn off the TV while your kids are playing Fortnite, I guess. <laughs> OK. And. What I was most shocked at is how many kids, like 12 and under, were started swearing at their <gasps> parents. What? I was, yes. Wow. They're just like, mom, what the fuck? <gasps> you know, and stuff what? like. And I just told Ryan, I'm like, I want to thank you for never <laughs> being a child like that and swearing at me. He's like, mom, if I swore at you, you would beat me. And I said, yes, I would. But wow. I just want you to know I appreciate that you don't do that. <laughs> so I remember when Tyler was about nine or 10. And I can't remember what the video game was, but it was a PlayStation game. And he would get so angry that he would like kick and scream at himself. <laughs> like he'd throw the player. And I finally I came in. I said, Tyler, if you can't control your emotions, you need to stop playing. He goes, no, no. He would get so <laughs> furious. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. I go, these give, I go, this video game is making you hostile. You have to stop playing. And he's like, no, I'm almost done. I don't even, I don't even know what game it was. It doesn't even matter. But he was just out of his mind, furious whenever he would lose, mm -hmm. or you know, die or something. Oh my mm -hmm. god, yeah. Video well, we've games. We talked about that before. Yeah. Any male, if they play too oh. long, they just start glazing over and you know, losing their mind. I affected Daryl's play for Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> So, you know, it's like the hot game. And he plays probably an hour a day. He loves it so bad. It's a really exciting game. He wants, he keeps at every day. He goes, you ready for me to make you your character yet? And I'm like, no, I don't want to play it yet. I'm not prepared. I, I, I spend too much time playing other things. I don't have time to add Red Dead Redemption to my life. And it looks a little boring to me, but I don't know. And so I'll watch him play. And finally I said, God, you look like shit in this game. And he said, what do you mean? I go, do you bathe in this game? Do you get a haircut or anything? And he's like, well, yeah, you can do those things. I'm like, can, well, maybe consider it next time you're in town. He's like, fine, God. And so now I've walked in on him twice, getting his haircut, 
getting it shaved. <laughs> he took a bath. <laughs> he changed his clothes. What is is it like The Sims or something? It's an adventure. Well, I mean, it's it's like uh, the makers of Grand Theft Auto, so you can do all kinds of boring, pedantic stuff if you want to. Mm-hmm. Mostly, you're out. You're an outlaw, and you're killing things and robbing people. And there's there's quests, and there's a storyline, and all this stuff. And I say, can you have sex in this game? He goes, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. When you get a bath, you can pay an extra 50 cents for a girl to wash you. And I said, well, how's that? He goes, it's all right. I go, have you done it? He goes, well, I haven't done it yet. I go, God, you're even moral in your game. So I go, well, get the girl. I want to see. So he paid the 50 cents and this girl came in. I go, God, she doesn't even have big boobs. What is this? And I'm criticizing. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, does she wash your penis at all? He goes, well, maybe. And so we watched. She washes the inner thigh, but you can't see anything. And then oh. he'll he'll drop and he'll drop a word. He'll be like, okay, well, I think that spot's good. You should try over here. She's like, all right. And she goes and she continues washing below the the, the bath bubbles, and then that's the, and then it's over. And so I googled it and I said, "Can you have sex in Red Dead Redemption 2? And it said no. That they they took it out. That there was an option for. He, and the thing is, is that prostitutes are a big part of the storyline, and yet you can't have sex with any of them. You walk in on people having sex, but you can't sleep with any of them interesting the best you can do is get a bath and be <laughs> and pay extra to be washed by this small boobed lady anyway uh back to the eye appointment so Mali- oh right sorry no no it's fine so it's it's fine we were the only ones there which is always so nice which is why you get the first appointment of the day everyone's fresh from their coffee and their morning poops and they're ready to work and so our doctor dr ching is very cool And Mm -hmm. so Malia went first and then I went in. And so (laughs) this is the problem with me being chatty. I can't shut up. I just I think it's nervous chat because it's still a doctor. And I'm, you know, he had to look in my eyes. He's like, well, you have these. uh," He used the scientific word for it. I'm like, oh, yes, I have moles in my eyes or freckles in my eyes. He goes, yes. He goes, I want to take a look at those. I'm like, all right. So as he's looking, I'm just if it takes like even a beat longer than I think, I'm worried that there's a tumor growing in my eye. And I'm like, well, this would explain all the headaches on my left side. Oh, you know, I'm so sure he's going to say something. He's like, all right, everything looks good. I'm like, OK, thank God. So I'm chatting about his kids because he's got four kids and I, you know, he knows all of our kids. And then out of nowhere, it's quiet for a minute. He goes, so I think I cooked my tri-tip really good last night. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I went, really? And I go, it was raining last night. He goes, I know it was reducing the temperature, but I'm fairly certain I got it right. He goes, my wife got me a meat thermometer. I'm like, oh, those will betray you. He goes, yes, they will. He goes, it was overcooked. It was really funny. It was weird. I'm like, this is what happens when I strike up conversations. People just start talking to me. Well, it's most doctors don't talk. They don't. Like personal stuff. I know. But this one did. And I was very, it was very odd. He goes, well, I made it for my wife's sister. And I'm like, well, that's nice. He goes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Because we ate ribs. And I'm like, all right. And I'm just wondering. Oh, and he burped. That was so funny. He's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what are you, me? What is this? God, I'm the one that does that. Oh, I get nervous and I start to burp. <laughs> it was so funny. God. Anyway, he goes, well, anyway, he goes, you have a little bit of a farsightedness. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, well, you want glasses for that? And I'm like, I don't know. Do I? He goes, well, I mean, are you seeing okay? I'm like, well, yeah. He goes, all right. Well, eh, you're fine. I'm like, all right, great. So just normal glasses for reading and that's it but i just thought it was funny how and then all of a sudden everything ended he goes merry christmas have a great holiday and he walked away and i went what i guess i'm at the right doctor this is the kind of these are the kind of people that i should have in my life apparently is just try tip and ribs and merry christmas 
And socially awkward people. Incredibly awkward. But I was, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. So have you gotten all the shopping done? Are you all set? Uh, we haven't even started, so. Oh, okay, well. I know, it's so unlike me. Usually I'm done by, like, you know. October. <laughs> I know. Usually. I know. Well, I mean, Olivia's list is pretty easy. She was very uh, descriptive this year. Mm-hmm. She basically wants Barbies and Barbie clothes. So. Yes, I saw that. Although and half half the stuff on her list is like out of the circulation, like you can't even get them. I know, but I mean, at least it's a it's a good start. Start. Well, it's point. Easy. yes, it is easy to figure out. She definitely wants a holiday Barbie. My goodness. She wants the dress. Yeah, she wants. Oh. Well, I mean, she she likes the Barbie, okay. but she likes the big like ball gowns. She wants fancy clothes for her Barbies. She does. Does and she need a so, Ken doll? No. Oh, <laughs> OK. I'm vetoing the Ken doll. Really? Why? She can't be trusted. I don't know. <gasps> I oh. caught her. <laughs> OK, so our YouTube accounts are linked. Mm. So if I want to see what she's been looking at, yes. I'll just go on my computer and look at the YouTube history. Yes. I caught her looking up the ugly truth. <laughs> <gasps> no. And so I asked her, I said, so I noticed you were looking at the ugly truth the other day. Mm. <laughs> she's just like, I was just curious. I'm like, did you listen? And she's like, for a few minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. Well, maybe well, she heard you talking, talking about her or something. Well, I think that's what she was trying to hear was mm. I think I must have mentioned that I had talked about her or something like that. Right. And so she wanted to hear it because it said Ugly Truth Kids or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. So she was trying to find if you were talking about, were you talking smack behind my back, mom? <laughs> I know. And so I told her to please not do that anymore. Yeah, that <laughs> so. would not be wise. She's, it's definitely not safe for children's ears. Not that she would understand a thing of it, but... No, she wouldn't. She'd be like, Mom, <laughs> what's a blowjob? Yeah. What's a dirty Nothing. Sanchez, Mom? <laughs> yeah, it would not be good for her. Okay, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. This is the work edition holiday slash work break edition so i found very two very hilarious awkward moments this one this one i am so glad you know producer dub works from home quite a bit he has a home office so and a lot of it is because he travels so often so it it would be silly for him to go to an office and have take up space somewhere when he's literally going to like nine or ten different markets so he works from home for a lot of it and I'm, I've always been worried that this might happen to him. Like he'd forget or get careless, but so far so good. The first one, my boss and I were having a video conference with a colleague who was working from home for the holidays. About 10 minutes in, he bumps his laptop, reaching for a new microphone he wanted to show us. And the webcam moves and focuses right in on his crotch, revealing that he's only wearing a pair of bright blue men's bikini underwear. My boss and I look at each other, ready to laugh, but we stay silent. Center screen, full detail crotch shot for a good 15 seconds before he notices. He was less embarrassed than I thought he would be, saying, oops. Uh, So anyway, here's this cool new microphone I got. And I'm like, well, what is he supposed to do? What's he supposed to acknowledge that he's working in his underwear? I mean, that would be terrible. 
maybe he thought that they didn't like he thought that the camera was focusing on something else because they didn't react <laughs> i have seen daryl take calls in his robe and you know and messy hair and stuff because it was like you know a east coast call or something so you had to be like on the call at like 6 a.m or something right and I'll come downstairs i'll be like what are you doing and he's like what i had to take this call and i just couldn't get ready in time and I said, you better, I assume that's not a video call. He goes, no. And I said, just make sure that your laptop's closed or whatever. Just just in case you trigger something. I mean, wouldn't that be the worst to have them I see know. you in your robe? <laughs> like the one time I had the interview and she's just like, well, let's just do a video call for the interview. And so I'm just like, oh, crap. And so... <laughs> I had to do a video interview, and so I was just like, okay. So I like was all dressed up on top, but I mean, I'm not going to dress up on the bottom. And no. so, like, I did my hair and makeup and like put a nice sweater on, and then that was all I did. Pajama bottoms. Yeah, basically. And then I had like cats laying all over the bed, and you know. just do a super duper close up. <laughs> I was nobody likes video calls. They're awful. Yeah, they are, and it takes hours to prepare because you're like, my room's got to look good. The background there can't be a hamper. You know, you don't want kids wandering in holding a piece of toast, going, "Mom, what you doing?" You know, you don't want any of that. And I tell the kids the same thing. I'm like, unless you're bleeding or dead, don't come in my bedroom. Yeah. And you don't want, you know, your significant other walking around in his white underwear in the background going, what? I had to get my clothes. It's like, get out. It's like, all right, yeah. Miss Todd, thank you for your time. The door <laughs> like, opens. Well, Mom, are you done? <laughs> ow, 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 ow. I know, right? <laughs> Someone rings the doorbell and the dogs oh, go my crazy. God. And I'd be like, as you can see, I am desperate for employment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I really need to get to work. I need to get the hell out of here. It's a loony bin. That's funny. Okay, this one is, and there were, I found a lot of hilarious Christmas party stories. Um, oh, but this one, this one made me laugh. <laughs> it said, I decided to brag about my past as a gymnast, then proceeded to, to do a backflip in the office lobby. I woke up with rug bird on my forehead. <laughs> That would have been good is to find ugly and or ugly and awkward moments of Christmas parties because I next week I'm going to do it. Well, next I week, thought we were done after this. No, we have we have our well, we have one more show. This is Wednesday show. We're going to drop a Sunday oh, okay, show. Okay, we're going to do Sunday. Yeah, so Sunday I'll find some funny uh, Christmas party stories along with our ugly and awkward moments. If we have any funny Christmas stories from our past, we'll talk about them. Because but. I know, especially being in HR, oh, there yeah. has been many occasion where yes. we've had to discipline employees that after. Monday after the holiday party for sexual harassment. Yes. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I did find a couple. I'll read. I'll, I'll tell you these because I'll find more. But this one girl, she said, I wasn't feeling well and it was the day of the holiday office party. So I went into a quiet room to rest and I fell asleep and slept through the first half of the Christmas party. And when I woke up, there was a couple having sex on the other couch and they didn't see me and it was my boss and not his wife and she oh goes, my god she goes, i had to lay there and wait for them to finish because they didn't know i was in there so she goes i just had to lay there and wait for them to be done and then she had to get then she left That's um, there was a lot of that <laughs> there was a lot yeah of that. i know i know uh breaking news Uh-oh. penny marshall died no way yeah well she was kind of older Wonder, and she, you know, there had been rumors about her health for quite some time. Yeah, but she was, she did like directing and stuff. Yeah, she was she? a director. After she did Laverne and Shirley, she did some great, 
great stuff, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. she had diabetes. Oh, my oh, God. She was, that's kind of weird. That is weird. She was 75. Hmm. That's kind of young. I really liked her. She directed yeah. Big with Tom Hanks. She did mm-hmm. League of Their Own, which is one of my most favorite movies. Tom Hanks, yeah. And uh, what is it? Uh, Gary Marshall, creator, he cast her in 1975. The spinoff started with a date with Fonzie, where she, Laverne DeFazio and Shirley Feeney. Do you remember them? I love that. Yeah, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, Laverne DeFazio. What a cool name for a character. DeFazio, that sounds Italian. Rest easy, Miss Penny. I really liked her. I thought she was good. 75 is young. I think so, too. It's so funny because nowadays, you know, we're just living longer because we're taking better care of ourselves. So... I think that's why when the people say, you know, 40s to new 30 and all that stuff, I think it's kind of true because we're, mm-hmm. first of all, we're, we're settling down later in life. We're having kids later in life and, you know, people are living longer. I mean, 60, you know, when you hear someone die at 69 or 65, that's young Yeah. to me. I mean, if our mom died right now, I would be bummed. She's not even 70. She will be soon, but yeah. Yeah. By the way, did you see, okay, so Ugly Truth, we have an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody follows it or not. Well, we have, so, actually, yeah, we have followers on there. But I created our own, I, I advertised the Grinch episode, which it, it is now called the Grinch episode. And by yeah, the way. I saw the little picture that Daryl added. I thought it was super cute. I did that. I did that. No, I mean to the episode. Oh, oh, the green. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He was funny. And, you know, since that, since he edited that show, he's been very Christmassy. He's been very into the spirit of things. He's like, hey, I know. Let's watch a Christmas movie or whatever. And he's suddenly very excited about the spirit of, of the season. Are you regretting doing the episode then? No, not at all. I just, I, it, we were in a mood that day. We were very grinchy. And so it was helpful, though. It, it made me feel better when I finished it. I feel like I'm going to get my period any day now. I was going to say I was on my period when we did that episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's why we were so grinchy. But anyway, all right. Well, I have nothing more to say. Uh, I do not either. All so right. with that, uh, we will close. Remind everybody, go to UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button and uh, get some more gifts or start shopping like I need to do. And uh, that that will be good. Also, go to lipandclip.com and get some good stuff there. I'm sure you could probably still get it in time. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your week, and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.